BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, morning Oh my God. I'm What's s- wrong? I don't know. Sorry, I fucked that up. Should we start over? No. Okay, we're just so authentic. We're so authentic, but what was that about? Actually, the other day, this week, I found myself kind of like flubbing GMM also. I don't know. I was like just going to say good morning. I Literally, I don't know what came out of my mouth. All that to say, like I'm not okay. It's the end of the week, you know. I'm malfunctioning. You're not on a high for the end of the week, the latter half? Um, I am, obviously. I was thrilled. A Friday high? I was thrilled to wake up <coughs> knowing, hearing the news that it's Friday. But, you know, it's not Saturday. Like, it's still, like, a day of work. Yeah. You know? But we have everything ahead of us. Yeah. You know, we've made the argument that Friday's even better than Saturday because there's the so hope. much to look forward to. No, that's true. I don't know what, like, was wrong with me. Sorry. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Jax. How you dern? I'm dern good. I feel like this week, for me at least, went by really quickly and was a really enjoyable productive week that's fabulous it was a productive week too I do feel like it went by really quickly yeah and that's always good tis it's like Ferris Bueller once said life comes at you fast what's the end of that line if you blink you might miss it yeah classic Ferris classic Ferris not sure it's the quote for the day Oh, you don't think? No. Oh, you don't think it accurately represents what we're going to talk about here today? No, what we're, the sentiment that we're sharing, which is like, it was a good productive week. But life comes at you fast, Jax. <laughs> I guess this week came at me fast. That's what Ferris was trying to say. Got it. Thank you, you for blink. speaking on behalf of Ferris. That's what I do. Um, we've got a great show today. We have our long-awaited Dear Toaster segment. You know, the week, the week just, you know, got away from us. It was nice to see how much people were Fanfare. craving it. And for people to miss Dear Toasters and... To question, where is Dear Toasters? And today's the perfect day for DT. So far, it's quiet. Stories are light. Like, it's Dear Toasters Day. Agreed. I've got some great submissions. No updates this week because everyone's nobody gave us well. any. Because everyone's doing well. Right, and it's summer. You know, we're, we're approaching summer. 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 We're approaching summer. Like, people are busy living, you know? Everyone's doing well. I, I think that's No great. update is, as much as I love to hear how people are doing, I take it as a good sign. Well... Today's kind of like a crazy day for me, like almost a beginning of a new journey. Which journey is that? Let me tell you. I bring my laptop to work every day. It is truly the bane of my existence. It's so heavy. I like I live pretty close to the studio, but I often take a cab just because I can't carry this laptop. And I don't know why it took us so long to like think of the idea to get a laptop for the studio that basically just like lives here. And we got it yesterday and it, we set it up yesterday. And today's my first day. I walked to work lighter than air. Oh my God, I might as well have been floating through the streets. Like it was such a quite literal weight lifted off my back. It's crazy that we never thought of it. 
Yeah, I feel like we have thought of it. For a while, I was the one who used to bring my computer, but I used to bring a travel Air, so it wasn't that that crazy. So I'm just, if I look like lighter, that's why. Okay, you do look light. I feel this sort of like angelic weightless presence. I would say that you embody an angelic weightless presence. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Do you like my shirt? I do. Luke Holmes merch. Do you know where I got it? Amazon. Amazon. I was watching this program, Amazon Live, with these two sisters who were really so wonderful. Jack. They just, they really made you feel like you were a part of their family. That's so sweet. And I was influenced to buy this t-shirt. It says Luke Combs. Oh, also speaking of sisters, I watched our episode um, of The Toast from yesterday when I got home. I don't always do it, but I felt like yesterday's episode was worth rewatching. Okay. Um, and my God, like I did not shut the fuck up. Like I was on, I felt like I was on Adderall. I, I just had like a lot to say. And it about had been like. About Scandaval? About Scandaval, but it also had just been like a crazy busy day in general and I was late. So I felt like I had to like take a dump verbally. And my God, I did not shut the fuck up. Like I'm so sorry. That's okay. I actually listened to the episode, not watch. I listened to the Scandaval portion because Zach was like, what'd you guys have to say about it? I was Dead. like, why don't you just listen? What if you just put in your listen. headphones? And it's like, overall, I don't know what we had to say about it. You know, like, what was we our We didn't have, like, take a takeaway or, like, a hot take per se. But it was just content that needed to be broken down. Broken down. And highlighted. Yeah. Certain parts. Certain parts. He I agreed felt good. with you about... Um, the Sheena conversation was really powerful. It was. Yeah. He was like nodding along. He should go back and watch old episodes like when he has free time. Of Vanderpump? Yeah. He's, well, he's kept up through the years. So okay. when this happened, he knew exactly what was happening. Oh. He, and weirdly, this season before the news dropped, he was watching this season every week already. Like he had caught the first episode and was like, oh, this season's good. And so we started watching it together. And then when Scandal happened, we were already on the same page of enjoying the season. And now we enjoyed. That's fabulous. Mm -hmm. It's bringing people together. It is. Yeah. It really is. Um, so we've got a great show today. Stories are, what are the stories? Tell me, tell me a little bit about their background. I would say they're of the Friday variety. Mm. We're, you know, closing the loop on a few stories, some follow-ups to other things that we talked about throughout the week, and then just some general randomness. To me, those make for the best episodes. Yeah, I agree completely. Like, there's so much pressure when there's like a big story we got to break down. But today's like a low pressure. It's Friday. Who cares what we're talking about? And I think that feels great. That feels right. That definitely feels right. Much like a redhead's rating. Oh, I wanted to update everyone on a conversacion. We had a maybe... You know, with me, was it two weeks ago? It was two to three weeks ago or two to three months. I feel like it was one week or ago. Or two to three years. I really don't know. What, what was it? When we were talking about, you know, our teachers. Last week. Last week. I did reconnect with Ms. Scheinbein. I, she heard our cries. She commented on our Instagram and we had a lengthy conversation. I was sending her pictures of like Harry. She was like asking how the kids were. She's like, how's Olivia? I sent Michaela and Levi. Um, it was a really good catch up. She has like a ton of kids. She's still a teacher. She lives in Israel. Like it was great. That's so great. Yeah, closing the loop. So that's a pro of the work that we do in discussing our teachers. And it comes with the cons, the inevitable cons about other teachers hearing things that you said about right, them that right. just make you want to die. What the, the toast giveth, the toast taketh away. Yeah, but you should share the positives. Yeah, and you know to what? outweigh the negatives. We made a new toaster. I guess she hadn't heard of the toast over in Israel. It's fine. I'm not offended, Ms. Scheinbein. And she said she's been listening to it on her commute and she just loves it. What would the toast in Hebrew be called? The lechem? Lechem means bread, not toast. Lechem. Um, Ham. Ham. <laughs> Warm bread. Let's actually look it up. What does, how do you say toast in Hebrew? Oh my God. Lechem ham. Lechem ham. I mean, I like that better. 
Oh, there is like a full word. Harmat kosit. I don't like that. Lechem cham. Halechem cham. That's beautiful. Jackie, that's beautiful. Oh, well, I think we should get into everything. I have really not much to catch up with you People on. People need us in your toasters and we've got to get there. We've got to get there. Yeah. So, so further. Adzo. Do did it do. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And today's Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits like the coverage you want, a policy that helps you cover what's important to you, and of course, an affordable price just for you. So what State Farm is basically trying to say in you know more words than this is that insurance is personal. Some say more personal than comedy, some say more personal than food, and some say more personal than poetry. I mean, Jax and I, have you ever met more similar garlies in your life? And even we require such different insurance. Jackie's a homeowner. She has two cars. I have nothing to my name, but I still require insurance. That's just how the world works. Personalization means that you have the power to choose what you want to include and what you want to leave out. It just feels better that way, and why shouldn't insurance work like that too? That's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. You can choose to include options like building your home and auto policies, That means you'll get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. In the end, you'll have a policy that gives you exactly what you want. And doesn't that feel better? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That was the best one yet. Really? Yeah. That was the best it ever went. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Again, you can call or go to statefarm.com today. Create your State Farm personal price plan and stop being general. You know, start being personal. Mm. Today's episode is also brought to you by Manscaped. Summer's coming, and if your man is ready to unveil his beach bod, there, or if he's not, the, our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that his body is ready for the wild with their game-changing grooming and hygiene products. Don't have your man be the guy at the beach with the Austin Powers chest hair, and if he has a little winter dad bod, the least you can do is make sure he smells nice and is well-groomed. It's time to get your man ready for hot boy summer by going to manscaped.com, and for 20% off plus free shipping, use code TOAST. So Manscaped products are really fabulous. They've got you covered year round. But you know, we got more skin showing. We're headed to the beach. Some of us are going to Ibiza. Ben can't be wearing his sweater. Right. It's really hot, you know? (laughs) So here's some of the products that we love for Manscaped, especially for the men in our lives. They are dedicated to helping men level up their full body grooming game with their Performance Package 4.0. So that kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 4.0, which is a waterproof cordless body trimmer. And um, they also have a ton of other liquid formulations to round out the grooming routine. So whether he's trimming his chest, the treasure chest, this is the best trimmer on the market. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. And you know what? What's so great about Manscaped is like it's so great. They're going to want to be using it all the time and you're going to be the one like having to clean up the sink. And I think, you know, that's a fair trade-off. You know, you're getting a gorgeous chest, gorgeous balls, and you're also sweeping up the remnants of what they left behind. And I think that's okay. That's really sweet of you. But they've really got everything. They've got nail clippers, tweezers, grooming scissors, really everything. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code toast at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code toast at manscaped.com. Um, also, Father's Day is coming up. It's also a great gift. Like, it comes with, like, a really nice travel case. Like, it, it's like you don't have to wrap it. Like, it's all in there. Mm-hmm. Um, having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself and your man a favor by helping him upgrade his self-care. Yeah, thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Okay, our first story, circling back to a top story from yesterday. Harry and Meghan's 
car chase, quote unquote, story is kind of unfurling. Okay. Harry and Meg- first, Harry and Meghan are demanding the photo agency give them footage of the chase and okay. the agency is firing back. So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are trying to put the squeeze on a photo agency that claimed their freelance paparazzi who followed the couple Tuesday night were not as Meghan and Harry claimed highly aggressive and didn't cause a near collision as we stated. Right, they released Backrid released a statement saying that their uh, people and freelance photographers were not in any way acting dangerously. Nefariously. Maybe nefarious is subjective. Is it nefarious to take someone's picture without them wanting it? You know? So they're saying they weren't they weren't acting near catastrophically. Right. So Harry and Meghan's legal team fired off a letter to Backgrid Photo Agency, claiming in part that they need the agency's footage of the chase to shore up their own security. Adding, quote, we hereby demand that Backgrid immediately provide us with copies of all photos, videos, and or films taken last night by the freelance photographers after the couple left their event and over the next several hours. Backgrid's lawyer has rejected their demand, saying in a letter, quote, in America, as I'm sure you know, property belongs to the owner of it. Third Not part- the in America. Third parties cannot just demand it be given to them, as perhaps kings can do. Woo! Perhaps you should sit down with your client and advise them that his English rule of royal prerogative to demand that the citizenry hand over their property to the crown were rejected by this country long ago. We stand by our founding fathers. Wow. Okay. I mean, they took liberty with that statement. Although they're not wrong. You can't just demand. And it's not like they were asking for the footage for like a legal case. They just want it to tighten up. And, on, and yeah, like it would be nice for Backgrid to hand it over so that Meghan and Harry can know what went wrong. But by no means are they required to by law at all. No. It would just be nice. Like, yeah, oh, I need this. Can you help me? Yeah, sure. But like to send a, like a threatening legal letter is probably not the best way to get what you want. No. And like demand, there's no... Requirements. There's, and there's no re- like reason for them to demand, like, have to give it over to them. I also wonder why we haven't seen the footage. Since there's been so much, like, you know, they said, they said, mm-hmm. and, and Megan and Harry are saying the paparazzi were acting in a dangerous way, and, and Backward is saying, like, no, we weren't. Like, why not just show us what happened? Yeah. I also just think it's a weird tactic. Because at the end of the day, like, Megan and Harry are asking for something from Backred. As like a favor, they they really are not legally in any way required to hand this stuff over. So to send like a stern letter from a lawyer, maybe they thought like intimidation might be helpful, but this is like a big company and, and they have legal teams of their own. I just don't know if that's the best tactic to get what you want. I also feel like if there were like a high speed chase in the city with, you know, cars driving on sidewalks. There, pedestrian footage. Ped- there would be so much pedestrian footage. That's actually really Especially true. Especially over the course of two hours. But then a New York police source said that the, the ordeal from like when they left the Zigfield Ballroom to when they got home was like 20 minutes. Oh, the report said two hours. Their report That what we said hours. yesterday. I'm sure it's somewhere in between the yeah. two. Also, when we were talking about it yesterday, I totally forgot where Zigfield Ballroom was. And I just assumed that they were downtown because like everything's downtown. It's on 54th and then the precinct that they were 66. at was 67th and then they were going a little more uptown. So like, no, yeah, it there's really... no room for a high, like for a lot, a long... Right, that whole, probably from Zigfield Ballroom mile. to where the, no, 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 no. Because 20 blocks is a mile, depending on where they live. I'd say maybe like one and a half to two miles. It's really not enough for a car chase. And of course, what, knowing what we know about the city, you really can't physically create a car chase. Right. Without like garbage truck. running into a garbage truck, a parked car, a building, a restaurant on the street. Like there's really no way. Yeah. It's just the weirdest story. It's a weird story. A lot of people are like poking holes in it and you know, 
saying that they think that it, it's been fabricated and exaggerated and it's a bad look for the Sussexes. I also don't know why they're continuing it. Like, yeah, they really shouldn't have. I don't know why they really want this footage to the point where they're going to send a letter. And now it's like creating another wave of news and more people coming out saying this and, and they that. look like just so entitled, like give us your footage. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a good look. And the um, the liberties taken in this statement are quite funny. I'm not going to lie. In America. Yeah. Wow, it's really just giving like revolutionary war vibes. You know, the Brits versus the Americans. Who will win? Who will win? But what about like, they took all this footage. Why? What are you going to use it for? No, and by the way, Harry and I think Doria or maybe one of their We're filming security too. guards. Like I, I saw pictures of Harry like with his phone sideways. Like he's filming a Patreon video. Filming. So they have their own footage. Yeah. Also, there was a source that said, I don't know which camp, not Harry Meghan's camp. I don't know if it was like a police source or someone else that was saying that actually their security was acting in a manner that was more unsafe. Like they, the way that they were trying Driving. to like navigate the situation was causing more calamity. Well, that's definitely a takeaway for me that whoever's in charge of security for Harry and Meghan like isn't doing a great job because again, taking them out of an armored vehicle and putting them in a yellow cab is in the midst of what they said it was a high-speed chase is such a bad call. So maybe that's why they want the footage to like see what went wrong, but like they need a new director of security operations. That's what I'm thinking, a new DISO. Yeah, there is a video here of their cab. Is that like a paparazzi footage or bystander footage i think paparazzi see this is so bad like they're yeah, this is so bad their windows are complete they're leaving like they're they've left harry and megan so vulnerable in an untinted window So vul imagine just sitting there their flash bulbs are going off this is at tmz that they have this oh so and like they're just sitting ducks in this yellow cab no it's a terrible idea whoever put them in this car and that's actually like a security threat like that i understand them feeling unsafe like that's such a dumb idea yeah I wonder what was going through the driver's mind at this time. Like he stopped at a red light well, or whatever. Well, he spoke on it. No, I know. But he, is he thinking like, I'm going to be a star? You know, he's probably just picks up and drops people off every day. There's probably like a monotony to it. And then one day a princess gets in his car. It's probably nothing like picking up Keenan. It's probably nothing like. And you know who would never have put them in danger? Keenan's Uber driver. Yeah. Uber drivers. Zuh. Uber but specifically, drivers. like, the one that I spoke to who, like, really... I thought you've had multiple. I have, but, like, the first one, like, he spoke so highly. And that's why I'm, I've been on, like, alert for Keenan every time somebody else brings him up. Got it. Do you feel like I should tell that story? Like, people know what we're talking about? I think they know. Okay. Also, we have a Patreon episode, Claudia's Favorite Stories. Yeah. Where, since now, like, we cite the stories, but we don't go into them because it's been established. So she's repetitive. She's talked about them a number of times. We have a Patreon episode where we went through a list of, like, maybe 20 stories that Claudia likes to cite, and she tells the whole story. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. So help her. It's a really good episode. Patreon.com slash toast. And also, if you head over there, you'll see my vlogs from the Eras Tour, from my trip to Dallas for the ACM Awards. Like, really kind of premium. She's been, like, on a vlogging. Premium filmmaking. We're actually supposed to film a vlog today. Yeah. I, I hope that we do that. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do it directly after this episode, but I'll come, I'll come by later to yeah. do it. Sure. It's going to be really cool. I'm going shopping in Claudia's closet for maternity clothes. And I've, like, really needed to clean out my closet anyway. So, like, I'm really looking forward to getting some of this crap off my hands. It's a win-win. Yeah. And then we could go shopping to support. To supplement. To fill the holes. To fill the holes. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Miley Cyrus has a boyfriend and she's detailing their meeting, um, but they've been dating for a long time and just never either of us realized. Okay. Miley Cyrus details meeting boyfriend Max Mirando on a date that was blind for me and not really for him. So she is 
on the cover of British Vogue and the singer-songwriter detailed the story of how she met the fellow musician. He is a drummer in the band Lily. Unfamiliar. Well, it's L-I-I-L-Y. Lily? L-I-I-L-Y. Lily. (laughs) I think that's how it's pronounced. She said, we got put on a blind date. She was first seen hanging out with him in November 2021 at the Gucci Love Parade Fashion Show in LA. She said, well, it was blind for me and not really for him. I thought the worst that can happen is I leave. The publication noted that Miley received a call from Max Midway through their interview. Her ringtone for him is Erica Badu's Tyrone, on which she commented, I call that boyfriend sexy ringtone. Okay. One month after the fashion show, the pair were photographed getting close backstage during her Miley's New Year's Eve party as they held hands and danced to the music. How did we miss all of this? I don't know. This is like over a year. And then in March 2023, they were at the Versace show together in LA, which like we just saw all that. Was popping. Was popping. Missed that again. It's probably because like, not to be rude, he's like a nobody. But she's a major something. Yeah, yeah. Every relationship she's been in in her whole career we've known about. So true. And it's not like she's been hiding from us. No, she's been clearly very uh, public. Literally, here's them in 2021. Damn, they kind of look like... Maybe it's because, like, if I saw a picture of that, I would have thought it was one of her siblings. Because she has so many and they all have long hair. Or just, like, a friend. And the picture itself, like, isn't giving... Relationship love. Romance. It's kind of just like, oh, we're both dressed in Gucci for the show. Well, she wasn't on my list of singles. But, like, I did think about her as, like, a single person. So I just need to readjust my mindset. But now, like, that they have all these years of relationship under their belt and we're just hearing about it now, like, I'm really happy for her. And I yeah, feel like, like maybe I can, she'll get married. I can appropriately ship, like, knowing that this is real. Right. There's, you know, they have a track record. It's they been a long a time. Record. History. Yeah. That's nice. You and me got a whole lot of history. history. Oh, we could be oh, just, like, when is One Direction going to get back together? Like, this hiatus? I'm starting to think it's not a hiatus. But you don't love Harry Solo? I do. I do, by the way. But I don't think I love Harry Solo Not more than I, than One Direction. More than I ever loved One Direction. And the music is just as good. Like One Direction music, I'm sorry, I will literally this is like a point I will take to my death, is some of the best music ever made. Like the song we just sang is so good. Mm-hmm. Midnight Memories. Like all their songs are good songs and I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. And all of Harry's music is really, I'm, who's music for restaurant? But you don't think Harry's music is better? I think they're honestly equally as good. I know that's like crazy to say because Harry's is more critically acclaimed. Yeah. I think a lot of people would consider. And Harry's is like more mature right. and artistic. I agree with you. They're equally as good, but I think that's a hot take. Is it? I think One Direction's music is some of the best music ever made. And I just, and I think actually as we age it gets better you would think it's like teeny bopper music you know it's music we liked when we were six like no it's fucking good it's not like the most deep shit but it's good pop music like it makes you dance it makes you shake your ass it it's good yeah it's more than that though yeah but i'm saying it's not like the most deep lyrics so there, it's not surface lyrics or it is? It's a little it's, surface lyrics. It depends on the song. Yeah. But and then they tried to go deep with little things and it's like, stop talking about my satellite. Go back to the kiddie pool, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to One Direction for like introspective lyrics that will make me rethink, you know, my identity. But that doesn't, that's not the only thing that makes good music. No. I like the beat, you know? Mm-hmm. So I forget the point I was trying to make when I was... I don't know how we got here from Miley. Miley. You and me, they have history. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and it's not just a hiatus. 
Yeah. But that was like a deep tangent. It happened so quickly. Yeah. It wasn't like a fluid train of thought that we could trace back. No, no. Because we, we broke got, out into we song. We got off track. We broke out into song and it just kind of disrupted the whole thing. Right. But that's really the story. Like she's yeah. on cover of British Vogue. She has a boyfriend named Max. And Maximilian. they seem happy. Maximilian. Do you think that's his full name? Maximilian. No, because his name is Max with two X's. Max. Max. Of li- 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 Italy. Very exactly. cool. He's obviously like a purveyor of language and linguistics. No, and like this is so Miley. Like he's artsy, never heard of him, but yep. he exists. Yeah. And he's like in the scene and great. Yeah, and like I don't really need her to have like a gangbusters, blockbuster relationship because that, that was Liam and it was really good while we had it. And knowing what we know now is like it had its problems, of course, but she went through that era and she can settle down with a nobody. And she gave us that, you know? Yeah, she gave a lot. She gave us a lot. And even after, like we got a lot of music years later. Yeah, so I, I don't feel like she owes us a public relationship, no. a high profile relationship. Like we, she gave it to us. Yeah, I mean, I am still shipping like Hannah and Jake, but like it's okay. But not Miley and... Jesse. Cody. No, Miley and Jesse, the no, brunette. No, no. What's her la- last boyfriend, Cody... No, Simpson. he. Oh, oh, I think I'm sorry. I'm talking about Hannah Montana, like the characters. Oh yeah, no. I was who like which Hannah Montana love interest? Like were you? Well, Jay Graham was the one. He was, but he cheated on her. Remember? No, he didn't mean it. At a party, and like Oliver got it's, a picture on his flip phone. It's Hannah and Miley and Jake. Like that's she had Jesse and she had the others, but it was he's OTP. Oh, I really felt OTP was Jesse. I mean, no. she wrote. Smooth talking. He wrote Hannah. he could be the one. Yeah, I guess I meant wasn't. like he wasn't. But I like if I was but Hannah, he came pretty close. Like considering he was so different from her, I I just now that I never thought about this before. But like the fact that Jake Ryan like was the one for her, like I actually don't agree. I didn't like him. I just feel like he was the one. I don't know why. No, I, you're totally entitled to your opinions. Who did she end up with? I think you're right, like, Jake. But Lily. Right, right. Like best friends forever. Yeah. We stand Jake. No, Jesse. That was confusing. Not really. Jake and Jesse? Jake Ryan. When you say Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan. Yeah, he's the first C last day. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. Some more romantic news. Because mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos has been on his $500 million yacht with his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. I saw. And it appears <laughs> that there is a bust of Lauren. Yeah, he had like a statue created of her. On the vessel. Yeah. Um... And that's why it's 500 million. I feel like it maybe would have been 400 million. Without that. The, the bust. No, I mean, I can't even see a whole picture of the whole ship. Yeah, it's there's like so a zoomed in paparazzi big. drone photo. No, but like, here's the ship. There's a helicopter. It's so big. And a helipad. It's so big. $500 million. And so there's this statue. And I guess it sort of looks like his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. Um, but is it? No, I think a lot of people would consider this odd. And, and it is. But for me, I feel like immense relief. Because Jeff Bezos is clearly all in on Lauren Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been years. He has a bust. And it's like his embarrassing text messages were leaked all those years ago. And it wasn't for nothing. Like, if anything, seeing this weird, you know, testament of his love in the shape of a statue made of marble... Makes it all worth it, you know? We read those humiliating text messages that got leaked to National Enquirer by her brother, I think. And it was humiliating, and, we, and you know, everybody mocked him endlessly. And at least it was for true love. Yeah. They're going strong. They are going strong. And it's nice. And it seems like they have a lot of fun. They really enjoy their circumstances. She's age-appropriate, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of, you know, 
you know, the top 10 most rich men in the world who end up divorcing their wives don't always go for the age appropriate girl. So I think I have no choice but to stand, honestly. Okay. I'm happy for them. She's not the obvious choice, you know? Yeah. It's nice. No, I don't, I don't not, like, I don't know that I, I ship on the, on the vessel. Um, because I just don't care enough. But I, I do think they're like a solid, legit couple who is very much in love. You don't ship on the vessel, but do you ship the vessel? The boat itself. Um, like, it's kind of ugly. It's kind of ugly. And like, I just want to be honest. Like, I really don't feel like you need to spend $500 million on a boat. You know me. I'm like excess of everything. Of course. And I want the nicest boat ever. Like, the nicest boat ever, like the $100 million one, like, isn't enough. Even the $100 million ones have heli Yeah. I don't know why this one is so expensive. It looks like a pontoon, by the way. Yeah. And I think it also has sail. um, It's it's a sailing yacht. Which is, I think, actually, nice. you don't, like... It's a nice feature to have because right. if you run out of gas, like you're it's still, unnecessary. You're still mobile. No, I th- like it's 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 pretty smart. Like a backup emergency plan if the vessel fails. Yeah, you can always just put the sails up and and get to work and set sail. Quite literally. Quite literally. But yeah, no, it's a crazy boat, and so I just but, need to right. understand like what it has that the other boats that are so crazy don't have. I just think well, for, I guess it has her. For me, like for me to think that your boat is like a little too much, like, and I really. Uh, more, nothing, is more. more is more with me. I'm not one of these like eat the rich people. Like, yeah, go. I just, I think you've crossed a line when I think this is too much. Yeah. Because like I've seen, you know, people go on boats and, you know, on Instagram, they're like, oh my God, look, this is one of the, and it's like a $200 million yacht. 500? Yeah. Why? It's not even your house. You use it on vacation, what, a couple times a year? The $100 million one's not enough? It costs $25 million a year to run. Right. It can accommodate 18 guests. That's it? And requires a crew of 40 sailors. So I guess there's like 60 people on the boat. Okay. And how much like dead ass does it cost to build a cruise ship? Ooh. Like, you know. Like Carnival. How much? Yeah. Like the new ones, Celebrity Cruise, they're always. Build a cruise ship. I feel like they always announce like their new feature and they say how much it costs. Okay. Today's newest cruise ships can easily break a billion dollars. Although construction costs can vary widely depending on the ship's size. In fact, almost all cruise ships with a capacity of over 3,000 passengers cost over $750 million to build. So he's in like the same budget as a boat that's carrying 5,000 people? 3,000, yeah. Whatever. Like that's, I'm sorry, call me crazy. I'm eating the rich. This is unnecessary. Yeah. Having said that, I would not turn down an invitation on the boat and maybe get a front row seat to the bus itself. To the bus itself. Let's get back to the bus. Is it her or is it just a a funny coincidence? No, it's her. I think it's her too because most of these bus, we actually just read a book um, for the redheads. It was about... um, Bust making? It was about the woman who inspired all the busts that were made in like the Gilded Age. They're all over the city. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, MetLife building. Like she's... um, called Angelica in the book and she's just a perfect specimen of a woman she all the sculptors used her as their like fit model fit model exactly um and this doesn't have that vibe of like the Greek uh, no she looks like a modern woman she looks like a modern woman named Sanchez there are no like statues made of like unknown people that aren't like giving physiques like they have curves and imperfect breasts like they're older standards of beauty they're older standards of beauty. There's no um, hair extensions. Right. Or lip implants. Filler. Yeah. Implants. Yeah. No, it's totally her. I think it's a really sweet romantic gesture. 
Yeah, that's like a nice gift to get for your partner when you are a that's what I was multi-billionaire and they have everything and like you just need it to be thoughtful and expensive. Yeah. And it's like, here, I had a bust made of you and I'm putting it on my yacht and that's how much I love you. Yeah, like when you're that wealthy, you got to get creative because there's really only so many Birkin bags like right. that can fit in a closet. Right, until that's it becomes, a regular Tuesday that right. you can get a Birkin bag. Right, right. But so this a is bust comes around every once in a while. And what we know about Jeff from his leaked text messages is he's actually quite the romantic. Yes. And he just wants to get drunk with you, a little drunk. Yeah, and read the newspaper with you. Exactly. And I'm sure they do a lot of that on the boat. I'm sure that they do. The boat is called Koru. Spell it. K-O-R-U. It's Maori for the loop often found on silver necklaces, which symbolizes new beginnings. No, I don't like it. If you had a boat, what would you call it? Mine would be called the Turdy Lou. The Turdy Lou set sail. Right. Guys, be at the dock at six. Turdy Lou set sail. Yeah. I'd At 0600 that. hours. What about you? Hmm. The Roldini? No. Oh, that's cute. The Rold is a nice name. Yeah, I feel like on Below Deck, like, all the boats have four-letter names. Yeah. Arrow. It needs to be something, like, poetic. Not so obvious. Just, like, a nice, beautiful word. What are words we love? The wench. That's Period. It. Period. The wench. <laughs> when she lives. The wench is making her maiden voyage. I got to be there for the inaugural sale. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Dixie D'Amelio was taken to the hospital in an ambulance after feeling faint. Dixie D'Amelio was hospitalized on Thursday after feeling faint at work. An ambulance was called. A source tells page six and she was treated at the hospital for dehydration and is now feeling much better. We're told the 21-year-old singer still planned to make it to the D'Amelio footwear launch event, which was scheduled for Thursday evening despite the medical incident. And sure enough, she did show up to the event in an all-leather look just hours later. She wore a black bandeau top and matching maxi skirt with her newly platinum locks slicked back into a ponytail. So here she is at the event looking gorgeous um, after having just been in the hospital. It's giving like Elvis. <laughs> it's giving overwork. Yeah. Let the girl rest. Yeah, they're Clearly, still so young. Going on. Like... I'm sure she's okay, but you don't just like go call an ambulance and go to the hospital right for something. any day. Like and yeah, like you have to be extremely run down, right? And I don't really feel like you know footwear is like an important like I, think, I feel like she could have skipped it. I'm sure this was a big launch for them, Demilio Footwear. It's you know it actually theirs. it came across my TikTok yesterday. The dad made a TikTok and I looked at the account. I'm like Demilio Footwear. I must have missed a chapter, but obviously it's like a new thing. No, you're, it's right now. The chapter starts. They're doing a lot. They are. Like as a family. Where in the world is Addison Ray? She's been posting to IG a little bit. She got booked for another movie with Ryan Reynolds, I know, I think. but like she's so pulled back. I know. I'm just trying to support her. Me too. And I actually think ultimately it'll be a good thing for her because like, you know, it's a slippery slope to like overexposure. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it feels like the D'Amelios like might be headed that way. Um, but like I just worry for Addison. I know, but I just trust that she's doing what's best for her. I okay. really do. Okay. And she seems okay. And every time she like pops up, she's okay. Yeah. But yeah, the D'Amelios do a lot, but I think it, it works for them. Like they must sell a lot of Hollister and a lot of shoes and yeah. a lot of coffees and yeah. uh, ring selfie lights. ring lights. Like, because here we go, Addison. Another one. Addison footwear. D'Amelio footwear. Yeah. Well, wishing Dixie the best, you know, take some rest. Yeah. A break is okay. A break is okay. Please rest please 
Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. Starbucks is changing the type of ice that they use in drinks. And people are in a tizzy over it. Why? I don't feel particularly... Are you talking about shape? Shape. I don't like crave... I think Starbucks ice is like a weird shape. Are they going cubed? They're going nugget. (gasps) Which is better. This is huge for the community. It is huge. But people are upset they think it's going to melt too quickly. That's a fair... Fair concern, honestly. Like, I have a nugget ice machine. I love it. I don't find that it melts really quick, but scientifically, like, it's smaller. I get it. Yeah. In a statement to People, the coffee giant announced its plan to begin changing the ice used in its signature drinks as part of a multi-year rollout starting this year. Quote, as we continue to innovate and make investments in the Starbucks experience for our partners and customers, we are introducing new machines that make nugget ice to select stores this year. Customers who have tried nugget ice in our handcrafted ice beverages during testing had a resoundingly positive response. Many stores will not see the change this year. The company is prioritizing stores that have a a high volume of cold drink orders. So I guess like hot locations. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like if they, they tested it extensively, I think melting would obviously be a concern when it comes to a focus group on ice. So I feel like there was no merit there. That people's concerns are that they're melting? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they looked into it. This is like a, na- like, I know it sounds so stupid what we're talking about, like ice shape, but like for Starbucks, no. it's huge. This isn't like a- They produce so much ice and ice is weirdly extremely personal. Of course. What's and your favorite shape? I'm not a huge ice girl. Actually, I guess sometimes ice I Ice can be really dirty. I know. It, yeah. Also, I don't like ice in certain drinks because it does melt inevitably. Mm-hmm. I don't want a watery Diet Coke. Oh, I like a dike. I like ice in my Diet Coke, but I don't like ice in like my sparkling water. Some people do. I think that's Me weird. Me neither, because it's like I'm just m- mixing sparkling and flat. With flat, yeah. Like maybe if they made cubes made of sparkling. That's a great idea. That's like also there's like ice talk where people have all these varieties of ice. Well, it's really like smart. Ice coffee ice is, is really smart, but like there's not enough time in the day. Right, but people who actually make ice cubes out of iced coffee and then use that in their iced coffee so that like if it melts throughout the day, it's completely fine, is like, they're living in the future, those people. They are. But they also have insane amounts of time. Insane amounts of time. And then people have different shaped ice for like the different glassware that they have. And That's nuts. And then they have um, like color, like flowers in their ice. Yeah, no, they lost me there. Yeah. But like the coffee thing actually makes sense. I would do like frozen Diet Coke. Like that's a good idea. Frozen Diet Coke? Cubes. Oh. For my Diet Coke. Can Yeah, how would that work? Does Diet Coke freeze? Yeah. Yeah. But we should try it. 100 Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. I think, I wonder what compelled them compelled them to change the ice shape right there's nothing like special about their ice but maybe they want to be special i think a lot of people like if i am going to get a soda and there's a chick-fil-a and a mcdonald's like i actually and i'm just getting a soda i probably would go to chick-fil-a because they have the crushed ice well not crushed nugget yeah and it just makes the experience more special it really does it's so stupid but it does right and i feel like maybe people would drink the drinks faster and then get more drinks and i know a lot of people think this is gross but there are people who are ice chewers people like finish a drink and then finish a cup of ice too they chew on the ice throughout the the day um so if you're an ice chewer nugget ice does elevate that experience they're doing it for the ice chewers it's possible it's possible maybe that's not the whole reason but they definitely factored in the ice chewers yeah, I think it's exciting change, you know? I know, I um, love... That doesn't, like, it's not like, you know, when they put those lids on the cups, where yeah. it's like you're actually... That was destructive. You're being harmful. That was destructive to the community. I don't think it would be the worst idea for them to offer both ice shapes. Yeah, but they can't. Like, they already people customize their orders so crazily. Right. Like, 
these races like they need to just have one ice machine and it I, needs to be you know the assembly line to i think forward. the personalization of coffee is what draws so many people to starbucks like they have so many different Agreed. and if they no, put nice ice you, in there that you could have it be personal but people take advantage and they get carried away and it's not right like it's it's just a coffee and it's just starbucks like i wonder what heather dubrow thinks of this because um, she was in the hexagonal ice she probably doesn't think it's elevated enough she probably doesn't go to starbucks whether they you know, she probably like a barista ice, who lives in her, in her basement. Hundred percent. Cool. Well, this doesn't affect me. I don't get my, I don't go to Starbucks. Me neither. I use the ready to drink. I use the ready to drink. I had one this morning, but you know what? The, my ice wasn't right. Mm-hmm. My ice machine like makes these huge cubes. I by the way, it was sticking out the top of my cup. I just leave it there. The cubes that come from a traditional refrigerator that are almost like a half moon shape. Half moon. Those are the worst types of ice shapes. The refrigerator companies should be changing their ice. You know, a lot of new Samsung refrigerators make nugget ice. It's like a reason a lot of people are getting new fridges. Damn, I mean, I got a new fridge recently in Florida and I I didn't even think of that. Damn. And then there's smelly ice. And uh, then there's smelly ice. I remember like many, many years ago, this like big expose in the New York Times came out about ice, like having fecal matter in it. And from here on out, like as a family, we never used ice at restaurants well, anymore. Two, okay, sorry. There's two separate things. Like there's the, that, the fact that ice weirdly is so dirty and carry, like because people stick their hands in it, yes. especially at restaurants and in public places. But like I have a nice freezer. Yeah, I don't put anything. at home is safe. I don't keep, keep anything crazy in it, but my ice can get smelly. And then you have to clean out the entire freezer. I was Googling it. You have to take everything out. You have to wipe down the whole freezer because it's like the smell of freezer yep. goods yep. starts to penetrate the ice. It ruins every drink. So I actually use my ice machine that like sits up on my counter, not in the refrigerator. And that also needs to be cleaned. But it's just a water take. It's actually not hard to clean it at all. Yeah, that's nice. better. You're living an elevated experience. Yeah, I mean, I did spend $500 on an ice machine. But it was an anniversary gift that Ben got for me, which was actually like one of the better gifts I've gotten. You and Ben are like Jeff and Lauren. Who's that? Bezos. That is so nice. My ice machine was from Amazon. $500 ice machine, $500 million yacht. Get you a couple who could do both. Mm-hmm. So those were the fast five. Yes. And you were right. There was an element of randomness <laughs> to them. General randomness. But I am. I have no complaints. You did a great job. You're Thank doing you. great, sweetie. Thank you. Um, but the show's not over. Don't fret. Because finally, the long-awaited Dear Toaster segment is coming up. And it is brought to you by Lululemon. Lululemon shorts were made to stretch, flex, and support the infinite ways of working out, giving you the courage to leap into something totally new and unexpected. So they've got a ton of shorts at Lululemon, ones that are really tickling my fancy, specifically the Hottie Hot short. So they're a short with a comfortable range of motion and a really flattering fit. So the Hottie Hot short allows you to max your stride so you can move freely with confidence. Their lightweight, swift fabric lets in airflow so you can move without baggage. They also have the Wonder Train short, which is the short with supportive stretch that also keeps you dry. They're powered by an Everlux fabric which is the wonder train collection manages heat and sweat so you stay comfortable and focused so what's great about the wonder train short and a lot of the lululemon products is their sweat wicking and quick drying material the breathable everlux fabric absorbs absorbs moisture wicks sweat during even the most intense training also the stretch is really supportive it's a streamlined design that offers extra support so you can do whatever you want to do without interruption they also have men's shorts the pace power the pace breaker short it's a versatile short that is up to any challenge the fabric is super lightweight 
weight. They are designed to wick away moisture. And the secure storage means that you can keep things close without feeling that bounce. So whether you're looking for shorts for the summer for, you know, any sort of athletic training or just to wear around the summer when it gets really hot and you're running errands, Lululemon is a brand that you can trust. The sweat wicking material like that is real. Crotch sweat, you know, swamp ass, excuse my language, is a real thing that millions of Americans deal with. And Lululemon is tackling that one short at a time. So get into Lululemon shorts at lululemon.com. All right, are you ready for Dear Toasters? I am. Dearest Jackson Turd, thank you ladies for keeping me company through quarantine, new mom life, and beyond. I need some wisdom, so I'll get straight to it. My husband and I have been happily married for six years. Total pjom. We just welcomed our third child at the end of last year. That being said, he has started a new habit that makes me want to murder him. For the last several months, he has decided that he wants to sleep with his hand on my ass. And by on my ass, I mean bare ass, skin to skin. As in, he puts his hand in my pajama pants. He claims he, quote, likes to feel my skin. I find this so annoying. I'm a stay-at-home mom to three very young children. My oldest is only three, and someone is always touching me. When I get into bed at night, I want to sleep in peace. I'm so annoyed, I dream of moving to our guest room so I can sleep alone. Other than this, we have a wonderful marriage, so please help me convince him that this new habit is just annoying as fuck and unacceptable. Sincerely, a touched-out toaster. Interesting. I'm actually, I dealt with something similar. Ben does the most annoying thing, and... I, like, I sleep on my side, so like I sleep on my left side and my right side, my hip kind of like my bone juts out a little bit. How? So skinny. <laughs> and Ben like loves to rub it and it's so weird to the touch and I beg him every night. He comes over, he's like hip, hip. I'm like, Shh, I literally want to punch him in the throat. So what I started to do, um, what I, was go- I would go over to him and I would, what would I, I think it was like, you know the really fleshy part of your underarm, like mm-hmm. where like your like bat wings, I call them. I would squeeze it like really in the most annoying, hard way. And he'd be like, Alan, stop. I'm like, oh, you don't like that? You don't like that. Hip. Hip. Really showing them. Because to them, it's like innocuous. It's like, oh, skin to skin love. But like when someone just touches your skin in a, w- in a sensitive area and in a way you don't want to, like they have to feel it in order to understand why you're not being crazy, but you're valid. Yeah, I. but I feel like what her husband's doing, like it is sweet. You, should, no, you don't it's not. need to pinch him in return. Um, but could you guys find a compromise where like he, he wants skin to skin, like maybe hand holding or a a touching of the arm? She doesn't want to be touched. She's a mom of three. She's touched all day. People pulling on her. Like she, could she be, could she get a minute of peace even in her slumber? Yeah. Do it back. Do it back. But he would probably like it. Touch him back. He would like it. No, but in a way that's annoying. Of course I wasn't caressing Ben's cheek being like, oh my love. I was being fucking annoying, pinching his underarm. And he stopped? Yep. Yep. Okay. Touch him back. Touch him back. You got to get a dose of your own medicine sometimes to like really see. But it sounds like these are different medicines. Doesn't matter. So you're upping the dose. And you also know when somebody rubs like a lightly like caresses over the same patch of skin multiple times, it becomes so irritating you can commit genocide. I'm someone who's like anti-touch. So I know what you're describing and I know that, that it's not pleasant. Yeah. But I also, you know, intention versus impact. You don't no, want to hurt so his feelings. To, that's why telling him is not enough. You need to let him see firsthand yeah. why it's infuriating. Yeah, no, I could jump out of my skin at the idea of someone like continuing to rub the same area. No, no, it starts to feel like it's on fire. I can't. I honestly, I'm triggered. Now I'm triggered. So you touch him back. That's my advice. Next up. Good luck. Dear Jackson Claude. 
have a conundrum. I work a job in a manufacturing environment with pretty strict no work from home policy. I have a rhinoplasty scheduled in November and I'm busy saving up sick days to cover the time. The doctor says though it'll take about two weeks before I can go without bandages and I won't be able to take that much time off. Do I just own it and admit that I'm getting a nose job? Do I pass it off as like fixing a breathing problem? Do I say nothing? The people I work with are very nosy and very judgy and essentially all men. I don't want to face the judgment in a professional setting when it's my face and my time off to use. Help. Thanks that's, a million. That's really hard. Um, if it's all men and they're judgy, like I, I typically with me, like honesty is best policy. Like you're getting a nose job. That's so exciting. I would kind of just lead with it. And be I like, agree. Hell yeah. And take as many sick, sick days as you can. But eventually like you have to do come in with bandages. So I would own it, but not if they're going to torture you. Yeah. You could say you were injured. Yeah. I, I also think like, I don't think there's any shame in plastic surgery. So no. I'm like, yeah, own it. Who cares? But if it's going to cause you like Strife. annoyance and grief, like it's just not worth it. I like, know. These are your coworkers. Like it doesn't matter if you're honest with them about your plastic surgery or That's not. That's so true. Like you can say like over the, over the weekend, like I ran into a wall or something. Yeah. Like a screen door. I was just getting over being sick, but I was like a little foggy, had some NyQuil. But like, will they notice their men, like when you take off your bandage that your nose is different? No. They won't? No. I, I guess it, so. it's really, we need more in, like intel on how drastic, are you just like getting a little bump fixed or do you have like, you know, a crater and you're getting it like completely. Well, you bump, like maybe like when you hit your nose on the wall, like it just kind it of broke correct, it. It corrected itself. Yeah. Men like would believe stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if they necessarily believe that your nose looks different depending on how drastic the surgery is. Yeah. I think you could tell a little lie. You can, but I also think there's no shame in owning it. Like I think these are two good options. Like own it, like literally who cares, or lie. Like but you don't owe your coworkers gonna, what, full transparency. Whatever's going to make your life easier. Yeah. Whatever's going to make your life easier. Go with that one. But yeah. they're they're both good options. Yeah, and it does it, you'll be okay regardless. Like it's just annoying. It is annoying. But two good options. Choose whichever one you think will make your life easier. Yeah, but don't like feel bad about lying. Like it's time people lie about like sick days all the time. Like, oh, I'm sick. Uh, you know, they're First at of all, Six Flags. It's whatever goes on in the surgery room is between you and your medical care provider. Like you're entitled to medical privacy. You don't owe anyone like full transparency on your plastic surgery. Uh, no, but she comes in with a bandage. Like, no, like you're going to get questions. questions. You're going to get questions. So we need to navigate that. Yeah. So I'm saying it's okay to lie was my point. Like I about agree. a surgery. I agree. Best of luck. And I can't wait to see your results. I'm so excited for you. That's so exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't need a nose job. But like if I did, I would get one. Like I think it's probably so exciting. Yeah. You know, like, a, like you literally have a new face. Also scary. Yeah, potentially scary. But like for the most part, fine. Yeah. Just like new ice at Starbucks. Like it's exciting. It's exciting. It's change. Even you know? if it melts faster, like it's exciting. The world is changing, you know. We got to get gotta on. We got to change with it. Yeah. All right. Our third and final Dear Toasters. Dear Jackson Claude. Nope. That's the one I just read. Oh, Dear Jackson Claude. How you doing? Different. Different. She obviously lives from the South. My boyfriend and I currently live separately in a small Midwestern town. He pays $450 in rent, but I pay about triple that because she lives in like the city and he's, you know. We're planning on moving in together soon and I'm trying to mastermind how to divvy up the new rent fairly. It's about $2,200. Obviously, it's going to be a huge rent increase for him to uh, split 50-50. I have a higher income than he does and I work from home, so I understand that I should probably pay a little bit more. He could live in a tent if he had to and is hopefully saving up for a ring. How do I go about splitting our new rent? What seems the most fair? And most importantly, am I a naggy bitch girlfriend by asking him to pay more just because I wanted a nice place? Love, a marketing turned finance girl. Okay, she works in finance. So right now she pays, he pays $450 and she says she pays about triple, let's say $1,200. Mm-hmm. So even if they both just continued paying their rent, it it's wouldn't add up. Well, how much is the new rent? $2,200. $2,200. So if she paid $1,200 and he paid $450, that's $1,650 plus 
They still have about $600 unaccounted for. I think they just split the difference. They each pay $300 more. Oh, that's a good solution. Even though that is like his rent. so much more than him. And that, but that also is like almost double his rent if he's paying $300 more. That's true. It's like unfair on both sides. Yeah, but is his rent low because like he's been living alone and he lives, you know, off in an area that's. In the beaten path. Less populated and like he just has a low rent or like can he not afford afford to pay more than that? Yeah. If he just is like living. And also if he can't really do more than $450 like maybe I shouldn't be living in an apartment that's that expensive unless you're totally fine but she wants what she wants so if you're totally fine paying that if you're then you have to pay for it if she pays like the pretty much $1,800 and he pays $400 I mean that's crazy yeah that's that's really I think I would even be saying that if it was like a man and a woman like that's crazy (laughs) no (laughs) No, because at that point it's like well why is a woman paying any rent right you know right no it also depends, like, what is your philosophy? Like, are you a traditional girl? Will this bother you in your relationship? Right. Like, every time you get into a fight, are you going to bring this up? Right. Because that's not fair. In which case, like, you guys need to get into a smaller a lower, apartment. Yeah. A low, yeah. Or lower a different budget. neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, I, I'm sure you could swing it. And even if you would be like, and if this is where you want to live, then you'll find a way to make it work. But I just feel like it's always going to be like the undercurrent in your relationship. Like, you pay, I don't know, an eighth of the rent? No, I mean, if they split the difference, she'd be paying $1,000 more than him in a $2,200 apartment. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, like, what are your philosophies? Like, will this bother you? Are you traditional? Like, you know, all that stuff. Or you don't care. If you don't care, then get yourself the apartment. She also shouldn't have to sacrifice how she wants to live because her boyfriend doesn't want to pay more rent. Yeah. So I think we could do a few things. Split the difference. So basically like seven fifty and fifteen fifty. Go to a smaller place or a lesser neighborhood, just something cheaper. I think those are your options. Yeah. But it's possible that he won't even want to split the difference because that really is d- like doubling his rent. I know, but like he's getting a new place. Like, right. And I'm sure he maybe has roommates now. Like, he, you can't you're expect that up. like you're going to move to a nicer apartment that your rent's not going to change. Yeah. I think splitting the difference is okay if you're okay with it and it won't bother you. As like, but you really need to like ask yourself, are you okay with it? Is it always going to bother you? Yeah. And, and be like, really, with be on- yeah, exactly. Because either like then you'll find a different place or like, maybe he could pay more. And also you need to know, like, is he just doesn't want to pay more? Like doesn't believe in spending that much on rent or can't afford it, can't afford it, which is a whole different host of like, a you'll act differently based on all those answers. Right. So Godspeed to you. Finances are tough, but you're also a finance girly. So I think you can make a spreadsheet, you know, that's so true. Just come out, with, come at him with an Excel spreadsheet and he'll be so confused that you'll just win. Yeah. But what does she want? Like, what is she winning? The nice apartment. Like, she wants it. She's like, you know, she has a certain standard of living. Yeah. And she shouldn't have to change that. Okay. So those were Dear Toasters. Again, if you ever want to write in, it's DearToasters at gmail.com. We will, of course, keep all your shit anonymous. Don't worry about that. And, you know, we're smart girls. So hit us up for advice. And if you've written in recently and we've given you some advice, whether you took it or not, we want to know. We do. So write us an update and hopefully we'll get one next week. That's our show. That's our week. Hope everybody had an amazing time with us this week. I know I did. I did too. I, like I said, this week just flew by. And we'll see you on Monday. 
next week is a holiday weekend. It's the beginning of summer, you guys. So we have shows Monday through Thursday next week, but then it's Memorial Day weekend. So we are gone Friday and Monday. You know us. We love a bank holiday. So I hope everyone had a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast and Lennon Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I already cast box, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us the Toast Leave a Five Star Review about a beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Love ya. Bye. Bye.